that world that they're explaining out there, that world that's on national news, I am not familiar with, period. And 30 years as a head coach, I've never had anybody ask me for money. So that world that uh, uh, people are acting like it goes on all the time, it does not go on. That is a world that I am not familiar with. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. That was UNC's Roy Williams. His take on the FBI investigation and the ongoing federal court cases. In my experience, and this is through the eyes of not only myself over 31 years, but a lot of coaches I know personally who speak to me on and off the record. We're going to give you Jim Beheim of Syracuse from our show shortly. His two cents on this same kind of topic. Mike Krzyzewski called it a blip. It is not what is happening. This corruption is more of an outlier, according to Coach K. That was Roy Williams in his own words. I actually think more coaches in Roy's shoes should say the first part of what he said because that I believe to be 100% candor and honesty. I am not familiar with that world. I believe every last word of that when Roy Williams says it. I would believe it if Jim Beheim used that same sentence. I would believe it if Coach K used that same sentence. As I said earlier this hour, when you are in their shoes, you don't need to cheat. And guess what? People know you don't cheat, and they don't bring you ridiculous deals like pay money to the family so that they'll sign with Duke or Carolina or whatever. They are not familiar with that world, but the large majority of coaches I know personally will answer the question, is there widespread corruption in college basketball with a resounding, absolutely no doubt about it, yes. Those same people, if you ask, does that mean everybody does it? Those same coaches that I know personally and trust implicitly, they will say, absolutely not. They are as firm with their widespread corruption, yes, as they are with their, heck no, not everybody does it. It's slanderous. It's, it's libelous. It's outrageous to just point your finger at every program or every coach because you know that there is an ugly underbelly to college basketball and in particular recruiting. The majority of coaches will tell you there has been corruption forever, not only in recruiting. Keep in mind that the winningest basketball coach in terms of NCAA titles. I read the John Wooden biography, well done by Seth Davis. John Wooden has a story worth celebrating in a hundred ways. I would never try to convince somebody to go to bed at night thinking that John Wooden was an evil villain or a cheater. But there is absolutely, positively no doubt that John Wooden, the guy with 10 NCAA titles, benefited from the handiwork of a booster named Sam Gilbert. And these UCLA players, one by one, gradually admitted to how much they took. And I mean in the form of airfares and hotel rooms and nice clothes. It wasn't just let me buy you a burger. It wasn't just the $50 handshake. Sam Gilbert, this is not as much in recruiting, by the way. This is more after you're a UCLA basketball player. Sam Gilbert, as a UCLA booster, absolutely, positively, no doubt about it, fed those Bruins players impermissible benefits left and right. And the Bruins used those players to win a lot of national championships for John Wooden. Now, at the same time, and this is where you got to be careful about how you draw lines and how you describe things, would I tell you that John Wooden was an evil character or corrupt in any way? No. But John Wooden himself, toward the end of his career, said things like, and I am quoting directly, maybe I had tunnel vision. 
In other words, people kept bringing him examples. Hey, coach, here's more evidence of what Sam Gilbert was giving these guys. Here's more evidence. And oh, by the way, former players A, B, C, D, and E, none of them will put their name on the record, but they have all admitted that they took amounts of stuff that would have made them ineligible to play for your basketball teams. And sadly, and this was like a stake through John Wooden's heart. This is like a former school teacher who, like Dean Smith, like Roy Williams, like Mike Krzyzewski, wants to do things the right way, are men of integrity. There's no doubt they're men of integrity. John Wooden ended up saying, maybe I had tunnel vision and maybe I trusted people too much. He knew Sam Gilbert loved the Bruins. He knew he was at all the games. He knew he kind of hovered around the players. Maybe I trusted too much. Maybe I had tunnel vision. Folks, that's a story from before I was born. That's the mid-1960s that Sam Gilbert was part of corrupting, if you will, the UCLA basketball program. The idea that it's gotten better 50 years later and that it's just outliers and a blip on the radar, that is outrageously, fundamentally untrue. And I am not sure why Mike Krzyzewski, or you're about to hear from Jim Beheim. I'm not sure why they're choosing to paint with such a broad brush. Don't believe this stuff. It's an outlier. Uh, outlier. It's, it's sensationalistic. No, it's not. It's actually more common than not. Duke and Carolina are among the exceptions to the corruption. Kay and Roy are among the exceptions to the corruption. Again, not that none of their players ever took anything they shouldn't have. Heck, Corey Maggette did that prior to his arrival at Duke. We know that for sure. But that doesn't mean coaches were involved. And there are plenty of head coaches and assistant coaches who do not do, have not done, will not do the kind of stuff that is being alleged in some of these cases in New York City. If, if I had advice to Kay and Roy and Jim Beheim, I would say stick to Roy Williams' line. I personally am not familiar with that world. That is a believable statement from a Hall of Fame coach because you guys have put your programs in places where recruits are dying to learn more about you and dying to visit your campus and consider you as one of their finalists and be your next example of a prep All-American on his way to the NBA who got all that TV exposure and all those great platforms to strut their stuff on. They don't have to cheat at Duke or Carolina to get the next generation of players. Most are not as fortunate and don't have the same sales pitch. Here's how Jim Beheim put it again. And I, Darren, you saw me talk to Coach Beheim after he appeared on this show. And I said, Coach, man, I love you. I admire you. I respect you. I don't believe you're trying to be dishonest intentionally. But if you think college basketball is as clean as you just described to me, you are living in an ivory tower detached from reality. I said, with all due respect, and you saw he, he and I going nose to nose. He's got me in that department. <laughs> but it was, I just couldn't believe it. He and I were debating all sorts of things, the AFAM scandal at UNC and the corruption in college basketball. I have, you, you know, I have immense bordering on unlimited respect for these coaches. When they speak as broadly as they do about how this is just rare, all shucks, I can't believe it happened a couple times, I, I don't know why. I need a gallon of truth serum, and I want to pour it down their throats and ask them the real reason. Are they protecting the brand of college basketball? Are, are they, even though they're not cheating themselves, do they feel a need to protect the brand because otherwise they would feel sleazy having become multinational champion mega millionaires 
on the platform of college basketball? Are they protecting their legacy as they protect the college basketball brand? I don't know their motivation. I don't claim to know their motivation. I can just promise you this. Coaches who are giving you truth serum answers are overwhelmingly describing an infinitely higher level of corruption than what Coach K talked about with his blip or what Jim Beheim was trying to convince us on one of his recent visits. I think that people knew sneaker companies were involved in some way, shape, or form over the last 20, 30 years in, in terms of that. But I, I don't. I think it's a small number. I think it's a small percentage. I think you got 350 schools. I think... 98% of those schools do things the right way and the players do things the right way and uh, we don't have a problem there. All right, if 98% are doing it the right way, I was not a math major and I don't play one on TV or the radio, but that's roughly, what, 10 that would be cheating. 10 out of 350, just ballpark numbers. Don't send me the math. That's outrageously naive. With all due respect, I love these coaches. I don't know why they are either misleading us intentionally on the big picture of corruption in college basketball, or maybe they are just so protected, and I do not count this out. Folks, When if you're a cheater, if you're in this shoe company, uh, you know, bad, not all AAU coaches are bad guys, but if you're one of those hanger-on manipulators trying to exploit, your, you know, find your way into cashing in on some prospect or family that you know well, you know whom to approach. And you're, in most cases, you're not even going to the dirty head coaches. They need plausible deniability. You might not even be going to the dirty assistant coaches. They might need plausible deniability. We'll see how the Orlando Orley case at NC State shakes out because it looked like they thought he was dirty and he would help him funnel the money to Dennis Smith Jr.'s family. We'll see where the rest of that investigation goes. But it is not uncommon. In fact, I would argue it's more common that the head coach, even at the dirtier schools, knows little to nothing about the details of the NCAA violations and the other, perhaps, federal law wrongdoing. Here's the rest of what Coach Beheim said the last time that he was with us. I think sometimes when coaches lose a player, assistant coach say, yeah, well, they did something. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe they did something you didn't do. Maybe they worked harder. I don't know. Does it happen? Is it possible it happens? Yeah, it's possible it happens. But uh, I don't think it's pervasive. And uh, that's just my look and my feel of the game over the number, over, the, over years. And everybody thinks it's not their school. Right. <laughs> so if you ask the president of presidents of of 350 schools, if their school cheats, 350 presidents will tell you, no, we don't. They do. <laughs> so somebody's lying. The fun thing here is that Bayheim and Kay are straight shooters on most topics. So they are either misleading us for reasons only they can explain, or they are so insulated from where college basketball corruption, including in recruiting, has gone that they just signed their three to five guys a year without breaking the rules, and they're far enough removed from the ugly underbelly that it's out of sight, out of mind. They're trying to win games. They're trying to win championships. They're trying to recruit the next generation, but they're not giving bags of cash to anybody, and they're not greenlighting anybody, middleman or otherwise. They don't need the help to get the next generation. 